Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. If you've been following along over the last couple of weeks, then you know that we've been talking a lot about self-trust, self-confidence, having your own back, and I've been responding to some of the questions I took on an Instagram and Facebook poll. And body acceptance, while it may not sound the same as maybe the last couple of episode titles that I've put out, it really is one of the key core components of self-trust, of having your own back. And that's what I want to cover with everyone today, body acceptance and self-acceptance and why it's such a critical piece of trusting yourself, of just like liking yourself. So I first want to cover a main mistake that I see many women face or come up against when they're working on body acceptance or self-acceptance. So when I use these words throughout the podcast, they're going to be kind of used interchangeably because self-acceptance is accepting ourselves and body acceptance is accepting ourselves, right? Like we are our body, our very current, like, Look, go look, go look in the mirror right now. That reflection that you see, that is you. That is yourself. That is your body. And so if if you hear me kind of flip-flop those words around in this episode, it's because they're the same exact thing. Um, so a, a kind of a sticking point that I see so many women work with, because I work with like Badass babes, right? Some bad bitches up in here. Like they do work. They know what's up. They they have a great work ethic and and so much is going well in their lives and they like to do things that that make them proud and and you know, you give them option A or option B and they're always going to pick the harder path and I love that about them for so many reasons. Um and they they tend to bring that into this work as well, or you tend to probably bring this into your own work as well, which is, yeah, I mean, I could do that, but what about that, right? Going above and beyond, going to the extreme, doing more than what everyone else is doing. And so you bring that same mentality in with you to the body acceptance and self-acceptance work. And so you're like, okay, my body sucks. I hate this. I hate this about me. I wish I weren't like this. So I'm going to just, I'm going to love the shit out of myself. I'm just going to really go all in on self-love and treating myself like a queen and doing all of these things that are amazing and incredible for myself. And listen, if you can do that, by all means, carry on. That is incredible. But for I don't know, 99% of us, 
that stuff will work for about four seconds and then we'll realize that it isn't actually true and we'll go right back to self-loathing, right back to disappointment, right back to disgust. So it's jumping from your current ideas about yourself and then basically going to the absolute biggest most ultimate goal you could ever think of. Like, oh, I just love myself. I'm amazing. I show up for myself no matter what. I'm incredible. People love me. And again, if you can do that and it feels true, by all means, you you just don't, don't you dare stop. <laughs> but that doesn't work. That doesn't hold a lot of weight for so many And this is why practicing self-acceptance, body acceptance, is such a critical piece of your entire life's equation. Because when you learn to accept your body, when you learn to accept yourself the way that you are right now, Whatever it is, your reactivity, your impulsivity, your spending habits, your financial situation, your, your romantic status, whatever it is, when you learn to just accept it, you stop fighting against yourself. And I'm talking like a deep acceptance Not just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I'd accept this body. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I'm talking like, yeah, this is it. This This is what I've got. This is where I'm at. Because from that energy, from that mindset, you can begin making rational choices for what you actually want to be doing. Whereas when you jump from, I suck, I'm the worst, to I'm the absolute best, and I look fantastic, like, hello, can we hit all or nothing thinking any more intensely than that? And all or nothing thinking is what you probably struggle with around food, right? Around so many things. So you're naturally going to be inclined to falling into that, okay, well, okay, I really want to like myself. I really want to love myself. So I'm just going to jump all the way over here. And, And so I get why you do that. But as I've been illustrating, it often backfires because you just don't believe it, first of all. And the second things go south in your life, you don't have that grounded self-trust to make a rational decision. When you think, oh my God, I'm so beautiful. I love myself. I'm fantastic. I'm doing amazing. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and it is none of those things. Or you show up to an event and you don't feel any of those ways, you will react. You know, if you're looking in the mirror, it'll probably be eating a bunch of food that you don't like or trying not to eat anything and working out harder. Or at the event, you will show up, you'll go through it, and then you'll come home and you'll be like, I'm the worst. 
Nobody likes me. I'm horrible. I said all the wrong things. What's the matter with me? And what I'm offering you is this glorious, glorious middle ground of acceptance, of just this calm, quiet space of this is just, this is it. This is my body. This is it. Sometimes I don't say the best things. I'm a human being. It doesn't mean you're proud of your body. It doesn't mean you're proud of your actions. It doesn't mean you're proud of how you handled something. But it does mean you can acknowledge it. You're like, yeah, this is what's up. This is what's going on. And from that place, you can then decide, what do I need to do without being in fight or flight, without being in this scarcity mindset? Because I can't tell you how many times I personally would just, just have a complete awful week and then look at myself in the mirror and go for one kind of final binge because damn it, tomorrow it is going to be different. I'm so sick of this. I'm over it. I can't believe I look like this. It's disgusting. I'm an embarrassment. I have got to get over this. So I go out with a bang and then I start insanely strict the next day. All or nothing. Eating everything 12 hours ago, and then weighing and measuring and writing everything out at 7 a.m., starting with my coffee creamer. Instead, now, when I look in the mirror, and let's say I've been traveling, not working out, eating weird foods, eating at different times, or I've been just just not taking care of myself very well, right? And it's just been lots of like snacks and just just not not doing what I know I need to be doing to feel my best. Now when those those moments happen, those days happen, when I when I look in the mirror or I just feel how I feel in my body, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, it makes sense why I feel like this when I look at how I've been sleeping, how I've been eating, how I have or haven't been moving my body. So this is where I'm at. I'm, I'm not in love with it. What could I do that would move me over to start feeling better? Well, I know that if I like really cook some food and like have some meals in the fridge ready to go. And if I get up and, and, you know, take the dog out on a walk first thing tomorrow, I'll probably, I'll probably start to turn things around in a pretty good way relatively quickly. Not real exciting things that I'm adding in, but doable and realistic. You know, if it's our personality, because I mean, if I had a dollar every single time my mom said, do you ever think before you speak? (laughs) I would have a lot of money because she said that to me a lot growing up. And still to this day, like if you've met me or you listen to this podcast, like I can say some things that aren't always great. And sometimes I kick myself and sometimes I ruminate and I'm like, why? Like, really? That's, that's what you decided to say. Could you not read the room 
at all. And it's often because I get nervous or I'm around new people. And so there's a little bit of that overcompensation that we do. And so, you know, when those moments happen, because they happen, we mess up. We all royally screw up from time to time. And it sucks. God, it sucks. Doesn't it? But when you move into this self-acceptance of like, oh, yeah, I did that. And it was, I wish I wouldn't. You know what? I really, if I could go back in time, I would not do that. But the fact is, it happened. I did it. I said it. Whatever it was. What, what do I need to do now? What's going to make this, like, what can I do that's going to improve this or help this? Or, you know, do I need to apologize to that person? Do I need to read a book on this? Do I need to get a therapist for this? Do I need, like, what do I need to do to improve this area? Instead of crawling into a pit of despair, a hole of shame, and beating yourself for days, if not weeks, for something that you already feel bad about. Like you already feel bad, but then you're like, let's just add a little bit of more guilt and shame onto this. (laughs) Oh, it's awful. And when we move into this self-acceptance of ourselves, you know, there's going to be this resistance. Mark my word, you will have resistance to body acceptance, self-acceptance, because there will be a thought in the back of your mind of, If I accept this, I'm terrified I will stop. I'm terrified I will become okay with this. But I want you to let that sink in for just a second. (laughs) Let's just take your body, for instance. And this may be a little too far for some of you and may act like, terrify you. So I'm sorry if if that's where you're at. But I think some of you are going to be in the place where this really lands in a significant way. What would be the worst thing about finally, truly loving and accepting your body the way that it is? Let that sink in. That's the fear. Renee, I'm, I could never, I can't fathom accepting myself this way because I'm scared if I do, if I start practicing that, I'll give up and I'll just live here forever. <laughs> but would, if you were actually happy and accepting it and like just going with it, would it really be that bad? Like that's where we get so confused is that, oh my God, if I just let myself be happy, then I'd be happy and there wouldn't really be a problem. And if people around me didn't like it, well, they they just have to adjust. They just have to alter their own expectations of me because I'm finally at the point, at the point where I kind of like it. I kind of like what's going on here. I kind of like what I'm doing. It's like working against yourself. I, you know, I'm just I'm terrified to be accepting of my body because I don't want to be happy with my body. Like that's kind of what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense. Now, I will also say that I get it, right? I get it. 
I remember, you know, when I was going to 24-hour fitness back in Portland and I'd get in there and I'd stand on the little scale, like the old kind of old school ones that they had at doctor's offices where you move the weight around to get like the exact thing. Oh my gosh, I did that every single time I went in there just, oh, and I just kept seeing it go up, seeing it go up, seeing it go up. And yet I was trying so hard, so hard to change my body, to get smaller. And every single time I stood on that scale and saw it go up a half a pound, another half a pound, I was devastated. I was, I mean, I was working out, I couldn't have worked out any harder. Like I was trying so hard and I was just, oh, desperately wanted to change my body. But the truth is when we stop fighting so hard against ourselves, that is usually when you get exactly what you want. You know, I was thinking this morning about just taking the dog out for a walk. I had breakfast. I've had a couple cups of coffee and how effortless it is today. How little I think about it. I mean, I used to have the food scale out and I'd be using egg whites or egg beaters instead of regular eggs and sugar-free jelly and no butter and light toast and extra veggies in my eggs so I could fill up on those. And it was exhausting. It was exhausting and it wasn't working. So I would then apply more force, more force, more force. And today, and where I help you get to is having to work about half as hard. And I say half as hard because I still think and take into consideration what I'm putting into my body. I still think about working out and pushing myself. I still think about personal improvement, personal development, becoming trying to become a better better person, better at what I do, a better partner, a better, just better in general. I, I, I want to continue doing that. But now it's not coming from self-loathing. Now it's coming from, okay, this is where I'm at, aka acceptance. And I can see that if I did these things, I'd probably improve this a little bit such a more grounded and focused energy instead of panic, instead of absolute panic. And listen, you are gonna panic. (laughs) You're gonna listen to this podcast and then you're gonna go through your week and something's gonna come up. You're gonna see uh, your weight. You're gonna see your body in a certain outfit or angle. You're gonna see a bank statement. You're gonna see a bill. You're gonna see a post and you're gonna panic. And you're gonna be like, this is what she was talking about. And you're gonna wanna react immediately with something equally and oppositely as extreme. And what I want you to do is just take a minute, just take a beat, just take a breath and come back to today. So often when we look at our reflection in the mirror, or bank statement, or post on social media, where all of that anxiety and panic comes from is what we think it's going to mean about us in the future. 
let that sink in. When we get hit with that slap of panic, we th- the, the fear that comes up is what we think this is going to mean for us in the future. Sp- things that have never even happened, right? Stuff that's never even happened. We're just going six months from now, six weeks from now, you know, six years from now. We're like, oh my God, if I keep this up, this is what it's going to be like in two years. Ah! Right? It's not about what's actually happening. It's not about the reality. It's not about really just kind of checking in with the facts of the situation. It's panic about what might happen in the future. And this is why it's so important to just give yourself a second to kind of ground yourself back in reality, let the panic come up, let it run its cycle, whatever needs to happen in that minute, just let it let it run through or week or month, whatever. Like I wish every I wish every uncomfortable emotion was only a minute, but the truth is sometimes it's like a week or a month or so. Like, you know, it it's it's it can be longer than we want. It's always longer than we want because it's uncomfortable, right? We want to be happy all of the time. And, you know, what I've kind of been offering you in this, this podcast is coming back to today and like just asking yourself, what are the facts here? What's the reality of this situation? The reality of the situation is this is my weight. This is the pant size that I need to buy. This is the bill that just came in. This is what my bank account says. This is what the email just read. What am I going to do with this information? And when you begin to accept and acknowledge what's really going on, you will make decisions that you actually feel good about. Acceptance does not mean liking, does not mean loving, does not mean enjoying You don't need to like, love, or enjoy any of the things that are happening, but we do need to accept them about ourselves, about the reality of our situation, about the reality of other people's situations, moving from, I I should be okay with this, I should love this, or "I I should care more, or I should... I should be more concerned. Instead, it's just like, you know what? This is this is actually where I'm at with it. What do I want to do? Self-acceptance, body acceptance, I truly believe is the pathway to so much of what you want, of learning to just accept, acknowledge, become aware and not trying to shame, push, or shove yourself anywhere else. Just letting yourself exist with where you're actually at, mentally, physically, emotionally. And it's not going to be all unicorns and rainbows, and that is okay. That doesn't need to be the goal. Sometimes it's just like, yeah, not really in love with this body, but this is what I'm working with today. All right, let's go. Now what? Well, now I'm going to put some pants on that I know are comfortable. Or, okay, just got smacked in the face with this zinger of a bill. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to be mad at this company (laughs) first. And then I'm going to get on a payment plan. That's what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I'm going to do. 
thinking these things through instead of reacting. All right, my friends, that is it for this week. I will be back next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.